0: welcome to the real estate trainer podcast i'm your host brian eisenhower i'm the ceo and founder of icc or eisenhower coaching and consulting icc is one of the largest real estate coaching companies in the world with thousands of clients and a large team of the most accomplished coaches in the industry who coach many of the highest producing real estate agents teams and broker owners in north america you can find more content on my website the world's leading production training website for real estate agents, at com. That's com. Now on this podcast, I'll share tips, success stories, and training for agents and brokers looking to increase their business income while maintaining a balanced life. So whether you are a new licensee, a solo agent, a real estate team leader, or maybe a team member, a broker owner or a manager, you are guaranteed to learn something new on each and every podcast episode. So one of the things that I really want to talk to you guys about today is getting back into some sort of events. Okay. This is one of my favorite ways to lead generate. I don't think we've even talked about events in this group other than virtual events because of COVID, because we started this group after that. So I'd like to talk to you about the right way to do events. And I think I'm going to change your mind a little bit about events. Okay. Um, And I call them client appreciation events, client events. Understand when I use the word client, I'm just kind of using a, a term. They don't have to be clients of yours. This is generally what we would talk about for your sphere of influence, okay? Your MET database, your COI, your center of influence, your core of influence. I refer to them as your SOI, your sphere of influence, all the same thing. These are people you know, that know who you are. And if they heard your name, they would at least kind of know who you are. In other words, you're not spam. You're just above the level of spam. So if you were to market to them, they would get it, okay? you've met them on Facebook, you've met them somewhere, okay? And that's your SOI. Those are the people we target client events to, okay? Now, with your SOI, I think we all talk about, um, I know what I teach is a, and everybody kind of teaches different things here. I teach a, an annual 40 contact system where we try to stay in front of our people in our SOI 40 times a year, 40 touches, okay? over the course of a year. And you know, maybe 20 of them are email, maybe anywhere from six to 12 of them are mailers. There's gonna be some social media messaging on there. There could be some text messaging. There should be some phone calls in there. There could be lots of different ways to stay in front. Okay, it could be drop-bys. There can be lots of things. But the problem is we don't wanna alienate your people by harassing them with 40 sales pitches a year or you're gonna start turning people off. So we have to get creative about ways we can come from contribution without offending people so that we stay first of mind without bothering people. And that's kind of the key. So that's where it gets tough. It's like, how do I stay in front of them? Because we don't wanna send them 40 messages and say, hey, you ready to buy or sell yet? Hey, you ready to buy or sell yet? Hey, look at my open house. Like that. That. that's not gonna cut it. We're gonna have to add value, okay? In a way that they receive our marketing in a positive fashion. Because remember, it's all about being first of mind. If they know someone that wants to buy or sell a, a, a house, they will refer that client to you if you're first of mind. If they see that you're highly active, the more active you are, the more successful you are. If they see you always talking to them, either on Facebook, telephone, email, mailer, they know you're highly successful. Because trust me, they know tons, the vast majority of agents they know are very unsuccessful, part-time agents that don't really want the business that bad. And they're never gonna refer anybody to that type of agent. But the agent that's omnipresent, the agent that's ubiquitous, the agent that's always in front of you, that's a hustler, that's who SOI members want to refer other people they know to. Because they've got hustle, right? So even though you don't wanna be that person that shows hustle, You need to be because that's who you'll get the business because they may not necessarily require hustle in you as a friend. They want hustle in you as an agent. It's kind of like no one likes that jerk of an aggressive lawyer until you need one. Then you really want it. So it's a little bit about building relationship, but it's also about building respect. Just because they like you doesn't mean they'll use you. They need to respect you too. So you have to be okay with being ubiquitous, being everywhere, covering them in every communication channel. You have to be okay with being in front of them. Again, we don't have to oversell them. We need to be creative in our marketing and we need to be inclusive and we need to come from contribution and we need to add value. We've gotta be able to sprinkle good pixie dust. And we've talked about lots of ways to do that. And as we move forward, this is what I'm gonna talk to you a lot about Uh, because now things are opening back up in a hurry. I don't even know where my mask is. And we got to get back to some of the stuff that works, right? We got to get back to the stuff. So that's why I do want to talk about different ideas and different ways that we conduct events because it is very easy to schedule some events in late July, August, and September. If you don't think your area is fully opened up right now, it almost in all likelihood will be later in the summer. and. It's not really about the event anyway. It's all about the contacts you make leading up to the event. And let me explain why I just told you with people in your sphere of influence. The key is to contact them 40 times a year. We know that if you contact people in your sphere of influence 40 times a year through diversified communication methods, like we just talked about. We can expect a seven to one return on your sphere of influence. Okay, which means if you have 300 people and you contact all 300 people 40 times a year, you can apply a 7 to 1 ratio, which means we divide 300 by 7, and you can anticipate 43 closed transactions per year. 43 closed transactions off of a nice saturated sphere of influence database, which means they you have put them through at least 140 contact a year. And the following year, if you continue the 40 contacts, you can expect 43 transactions from those 300 people or the people they refer you to. Now I'm not the only, and I know that surprises you. A lot of you don't believe it. Well, a lot, I mean, there's a lot of people that say similar things. Almost every coach and trainer will give you a ratio that's similar and there's a reason for it. In fact, Gary Keller says it in page, I believe it's 147 of the millionaire real estate agent. He actually uses a 12 to two ratio on his Met database. So the MREA book, The Millionaire Real Estate Agent by Gary Keller, probably the best-selling real estate book of all time. Look it up. He talks about a MET database, putting them on a 33 touch. He says touch them 33 times a year. I think he's increased that since then to 36 and, and higher numbers, but the, the book's been around a bit. And he says a 12 to 2 leverage ratio. So you frustratingly have to reduce that fraction to a 6 to 1. <laughs> and you do the math, you're going to be about the same. So why doesn't everybody do it? Why isn't that easy? Oh, trust me, it's not easy. I've never seen it not work. Everybody that does 40 contacts a year with my coaching company, it always works. In fact, they do much more than 43 transactions. Here's the problem: most of you can't do 40 contacts. You'll start to you'll you'll, you'll get stuck at buying a CRM. You'll get stuck at uploading your contacts. You'll get stuck at figuring out or paying for the mailers. You'll get stuck at making the phone calls to, you know, all 300 people. See what I mean? I've seen lots of people fail at this. 95% of the people fail at doing this at least the people that do it always succeed, but it's a very small percent of the people that can do the work. Doing 40 contacts is not easy. So don't kid yourself. It's pretty tough. You've got a lot to set up there and most people just don't want to do the work up front. Those that do, those are your top producing agents. Those are your top producers, they do this work. So I'm going to tell you, a lot of people don't do it because they don't want to like bother all the people they know. Well, I don't want you to bother you, bother them. I want you to stay in front of them. I want you to come from a contribution. I want them to, I want you to add value, okay? And we've talked about some ways that we can do that on this call. And so if I told you that for every one of these client events that we do, we're going to do somewhere between 10 to 15 contacts per client event, now we only need to have about four client events a year, maybe even just three. And we've got our 40 contacts. Can you imagine that? I can't tell you how many coaching clients that we have to do that, where they don't, they don't wanna do a lot of other lead generation. They wanna build their business purely by referral. So they actually just have every quarter they have a client event, every three months. And they all three months they market to that client event. They make 10 to 15 contacts leading up to it. And at the end of the year, they've made 40 to 60 contacts because they do it four times on their SOI, always just inviting people to an event, always first of mind. Because they're having all these events and evidencing how many clients they have, it evidences their success as a top producing agent. And they're always first of mind as someone who's giving back to their own people. That's all it takes. And they generate big numbers out of their referral-based business. Now, what's going through your mind right now are all the excuses as to why you can't do this. And if that's the case with you, like I don't have enough money, I don't have enough time, I can't do this, I can't do that, understand, I told you, 40 contacts is hard. Most of the hard is up here. Most of the hard is finding a way to get it done anyway. You don't need money for this. Most of the events cost nothing. And guess what? Lenders and vendors and title companies and escrow companies and home warranty companies, they'll all help if you pick an event that requires some money, okay? But again, I don't really care about the event that much. This is not about the event. Can anybody tell me what it's about? I've told you about 10 times so far. It's not about the event. I know how- It's
1: about the the context.
0: It's about the context. It's all about the context. I don't care if no one shows up for your event. I just want everyone to think you had one. So use it as an excuse. I, I don't know if my wife's on here. I'm going to make fun of her because she had this one event like four years ago, man. And she marketed it for three months. She did like 15 to 20 contacts on everyone. It was like a coffee truck. So she had a coffee truck out in front of their office and freaking one person showed up and that one person was my mom. (laughs) And that's it. And man, she came home looking like a cat that just crawled out of a bathtub. She was just like, man, no one showed up. But man, she made 15 to 20 contacts off it. And guess what? She paid for the coffee cup, one cup of coffee. I go, this is the best possible result for you. You bought one cup of coffee for my mom. And you had an excuse of trying to give to, I don't know, 500 people in her database with 15 to 20 touches. That's the best result. No one knows that no one showed up. No one has a clue. As long as you can get over yourself. You know what I mean? Turn that frown upside down. You just have the best profit margin ever. So no one has a clue. What she needs to focus on though is the contacts, okay? So I'm gonna show you what that looks like on a client event contact plan. This is called a client event contact plan. Basically this is for 15 total SOI contacts leading up to an event. And you can see it's a three month plan. It's designed for agents starting 12 weeks prior to the event. You can see they send out a save the date email and a save the date mailer. That's how you can get away with marketing something three months in advance. You just send out save the dates, right? And then in week 11, we start our SOI invitation phone calls, five per day until complete. That's contact number three. And you can see every week, continue SOI contact calls. So it's five a day, 25 calls a week, just calling, and or texting to invite them. And at the you know the first month it's probably just say the date calls and then you're getting into invitation calls the next two months because it's gonna take you a long time to cover 300 phone calls to everyone in your sphere of influence. So 25 a week, that's 100 a month. We've got three months, you got it done. Make sense? If you have 500 people in your SOI, you might need to start earlier or up the number per day or just pick a certain number that you're gonna call. But that phone call and text is powerful. One of the things that you're going to want to do here, that I that I want to back up and say, is you're going to want to create a marketing image. Okay, so and that marketing image is absolutely crucial and imperative. So we're going to need to get on Canva.com. If you guys know don't know what that is, I, I my heart bleeds for you because you're in real estate. It's C A N V A com. I think you all know what that is. I think you should have to know what that is before you get your license these days. So you learn how to create your own marketing images. Okay. Sign up for a free account and you can create your own client event image, right? And that needs to have the who, what, where, when, why, and how, All right, You all learned that when you went to high school, hopefully about how to write a journalistic argument, an article. You got to cover the who, what, when, where, why, and how. OK, every article, informative article, do they even have those anymore? I guess they don't have magazines and newspapers anymore, but you should cover those things. I want to know who do I contact? How do I, you know? Why are we having it? Where is it? How do I sign up for it? How much do I call co- that kind of stuff? Everything I need to know needs to be on one marketing image. OK, and that's an image I'm going to save in my photos and my phone. So when I'm talking to people on the phone, inviting them, I can quickly text it to them and they can save it in their photos. I can then take that image and put it on a mailer without editing it at all. And I can mail it to everyone. I can then post that image on Facebook or Instagram or wherever the heck you want. I can then take that image and put it in the body of an email and send it off. Once I make one image, it becomes my content that I use forever and ever and ever. Forever, ever. Okay, I can just use it all. But I just got to create one image. Thank you, Canva. Ah, Canva. Okay, so please get good at Canva. It's so easy to be a graphic designer. That's why they don't have graphic designers anymore. Canva killed them, okay? Get on there and learn how to do it nice and easy. Then once you have that, we can do all of these contacts that I've been talking about. And don't worry, that contact plan, I am going to share it with you. I'm going to go back to it right now. But that marketing image is crucial. OK, so we do that right off the bat. OK, then maybe in week nine, we send out a formal invitation mailer. Remember, we did our save the date mailer. We continue with our SOI calls. We eight, a formal invitation email, diversifying communication networks, continuing with our SOI calls. Week seven, formal invitation to SOI with direct personal messages on Facebook. So we do the, the, the DMs on Facebook with the marketing image to everybody in our SOI list on Facebook. Then we post the event invitation on our Facebook business page in week six, okay? Maybe on our personal page too. Then we share the event invitation on the business page on personal Facebook pages the next week. Then we maybe an event, uh, week four, an events reminder email, right? Then maybe a bulk text event reminder. Reminder in a bulk text. We can do a straight to voicemail drop or a slide dial bulk voice message to your SOI as well, too. So it just goes straight to voice message. Maybe another event reminder email. And Down here in week one, we're gonna repost the event inv- invitation again on the business page, the personal pages, and I mean, there's millions of things. I mean, we could be doing Facebook lives the week of the event to remind people to come. We could be posting videos about it. We can be doing video email. I can go forever and ever of all the different ways you can diversify your communication to make a variety of touches, to get a third of your annual touches, just inviting people to your party to celebrate that. Okay? Um, and then after the event, Thank you email, thank you letter. Then we're going to put up a Facebook post post with all of the avoda photos from the event. And we're going to tag every single person that they attended the event in those photos. And you if you have like a 100 people at your event, you tag a 100 people in a post. I mean, that post is going to go viral for days. Because everybody's going to be looking for themselves in there. Everybody's going to be going in there. Um, so very, very, very popular. Okay. So I'm going to be throwing this in the meeting room now. Uh, bulk text go ahead, um, There's a there's quite a few that works. You can go ahead and textedly is a popular one just type in popular bulk texting for real estate. And you'll see the ones up at the top there. Those are the ones everyone uses. I can't remember all their names right now. Sorry about that. But textedly textly I can't say it. textly uh, is, a, is a very popular one. I'm popping that client event contact plan um, in and yes, uh, a smart plan. This is something you should have in your CRM. It's something you should have in command. I mean, set up a smart plan so that you're automatically notified of all these contacts. Use this PDF that I just shared with you as a uh, as a uh, as a basis as a framework. But I'm telling you, for three months, I mean, I can tell you like my wife's team. I mean, for three months right now, they're doing client events. They do. I think they do it for their farms too. You don't have to just do it with your SOI. She brings a taco truck and an ice, they farm 10 different neighborhoods, right? And they do a lot of things that we always talk about. They do the uh, listing e-alert emails, a lot of the Facebook retargeting in those neighborhoods. And then every week this summer, she's got an ice cream truck and a taco truck pulling up into each farm neighborhood. And they're having a block party in each farm neighborhood. Leading up to every event for a month in advance, she's doing all these contacts on the farm, invited, inviting the neighborhood. There are so many ways to make contacts and real estate is a game of contact. If you're telling yourself you're not doing them, if you're telling yourself you're not doing them because you don't know what to say, come on guys, you gotta stop. Invite people to a party. Frank asked, what about email programs? Um, When you say email programs, do you mean an email system or how do I get the number email addresses? What what do you mean? Email programs out there like Infusionsoft and MailChimp and stuff like that. So to send massive emails out um, because Google will like shut you down at some point if you send out too many. So do you have a special email program that you use? No, I've never had a problem with uh, I mean, we're talking about, you know, emails every two weeks to, you know, 300 to 500 people in your database. If you've got an SOI with more than a thousand people, I, I think we need to scrub your SOI down. You know what I mean? This is your sphere of influence, so. Uh, I think Google lets you do up to 500 emails a day without uh, like tagging you as spam or whatnot. Is that, it's 500? Okay, so I did not even know that. So yeah. 500, yeah. is that what right? i I was gonna
1: say, yeah, just yes with Hal. And if you space out, like if you do have over 500, just going like days between, um, because it's the same message, if you're sending that, that it kind of scrubs for to multiple contacts, that's what will get you dinged, both in text and also in uh, email messages.
0: Okay. So so basically, space. Now, your SOI, again, I mean, I, I think we're just doing two batches there. because I, I mean, for your SOI, I wouldn't be inviting more than 1,000 people. Um, that, that's just getting, because you can't mail 1,000 people. You start to get real expensive with all some of these contacts. So space them programs i would say the most popular is mailchimp frank if you're going to get your own email program i yeah, would say it, mailchimp, MailChimp goes, a lot of that goes to spam when you use mailchimp so it just really depends okay okay Candice.
1: yeah i'll just say like uh, with any bulk mailing there's a reason why it's handled differently and why a lot of it's going to go to either spam or more likely be categorized by an email system like gmail as a promotion or an update because in order to essentially avoid having your own personal email blacklisted, um, which you never, ever, ever want your personal communication, if you're, you know, sending it as main marketing, uh, you know, mass email, it's gonna, the email providers are really smart. It's gonna go there to an update or promotions folder if you're using something like a MailChimp, unless your user has like saved Your that marketing email address that it's coming from. So yes, it shows up as you, but it comes from a different address. So you either have to do it personally from your own email, right? Which is, they're gonna view it as an individual communication. Or if you are doing a mass mailing, there's not much to do besides asking them to add you to their contacts, that marketing email to your contacts or their contacts rather, um, in order to avoid that.
0: Yeah, I would just send it. That's what I would do. Again, if we get caught up in this, we're just gonna not do it. You know what I'm saying? So I would definitely send it. And if you go to people spam, you go to people spam. It doesn't cost you any money. It's free, it's email. Um, so I would send it. Um, and if you get filtered out from some people, you get filtered out. That's why we diversify our communication. There's some people who check their mail. There's some people who throw it away, you know, in the garbage can before they even get back to the house. You're just gonna have to play the numbers on that there will be this this is your soi so hopefully a lot of people will receive email from you okay um and those you'll get through them and that's when people market to me those are the people that get through to me is people who i've okayed uh, or they've opted into me so make sure that we diversify i would throw it but make sure we're you know i would definitely keep throwing the email at them over and over again because it doesn't hurt you. That's why we diversify all these contacts. That's why we do voicemail drops. That's why we do bulk text. That's why we do direct messages on Facebook. Same thing on Facebook, direct messages, we really only can do about 50 of those a day before Facebook kicks us off. So we have to space those out as well. I can't, you know, we don't have enough time to go through all the technicalities on each of these, but I will tell you it's those technicalities is why it's hard to do 40 contacts a year. You guys bump into those and you quit. Like I said, When I told you, if you have 300 people in your SOI and you contact them 40 times a year, you will close 43 transactions. And if you don't believe me, trust me, you're wrong. I mean, all every coach we talked about how it's in the millionaire real estate book, too. Same thing. It's not that the system doesn't work. It's that you won't be able to make the 40 contacts. So you're gonna to have to fight through all these operational obstacles. And that's a great one Frank brings up. Like, we're gonna to have to just fight through. We're just gonna to have to do it anyway, over and over again. You're gonna bump into Facebook and get thrown in Facebook jail. You're gonna to have to fight through that. Makes sense? You have to find a way to do it anyway. You have to overcome obstacles. Welcome to business success in a capitalist society, right? Uh, you have to overcome the obstacles and not quit. All right? so. So that's it. Um, I would say most people just use their CRMs, you know, on the emails. Um, Some will switch out because they don't like the way their CRM emails and they will move out to a MailChimp. That seems to be the most popular one that people go to. I've seen people play with others, but most people will play with CRMs until their career goes away. That's what I see is they're constantly fighting over CRMs, trying to find new systems. It, it's, it's nauseating and, and they literally will do it for years and years and years. And it gets in the way of their business too much. So I can tell you, it's, you know, you know, get the CRM you have, use it, figure out, ch- change your business around the CRM. That's my advice. Change your business around the CRM because it's real easy to make in real estate. Simple, simple, simple. The play is very easy to run. Make sense? You don't need the system to to make your, you don't need to blame the equipment, right? It's user. Okay, so there is that. Now, another thing I'm gonna throw at you, I know a lot of you are thinking is what could I do as a client event? I am dropping this in the chat room. It's kind of a big file. It's a 1.3 megabyte file, but it got in there. Did you guys? yeah, okay. There's a client appreciation events packet. I just dropped in the chat. This is, a list, a big list of a whole bunch of different ideas for different client events, okay? And some of them are virtual as well too. Some of them around holidays, some of them around food and drink, some of them are for just adults, some are for families, some are even around cocktail parties, some are family friendly, featured, parades, watch parties, some are focused around a charity for their community. And then there's a bunch of virtual ones when you can't be in person, if you're still in one of those areas. Socially distanced, some general tips, and then an example of the contact plan again at the end. So then i give you a bunch of different ideas. And and, and man, if you got ideas that aren't on this list, send them to me, because I'm always trying to grow this list. I want this list to get bigger and bigger. Um, It's a pretty big one. The other thing I'd like to talk about is make sure you get vendors to help you with this. Get vendors to help you. I mean, I've got clients that I have vendors that are, I mean, I have, they have events that are $5,000, $10, $10,000. And, you know, you do the more business you do, the more that they're going to they're going to give you. That's for darn sure. But you'll be shocked. You know what the types of budget, and a lot of these home warranty and uh, natural hazard disclosure and uh, title company and lending companies. Um, they will really help you with this stuff. Uh, they want to see you get started. They're trying to establish more business as well, too. So I'm talking to these people to see if they can help you. Very, very common to get their support on some of these. And, you know, not a lot of these take a lot of money. Uh, so you can also pick the ones that don't cost you anything as well, too. They can work for your sphere of influence, the people you know. They can also work for the people you don't know, which would be like a geographic farm. And we call those, often call those block parties. Um, so you try to find a place there, like if you know someone that lives in the neighborhood, you can always do it in their driveway. You got a past client in there, a friend, a family member, you can do it that way. No one can stop you from doing that. If they have a community park or something, as long as there's no HOA, you're okay with doing it there. If there's an HOA, then sometimes, you know, you might get away with it once. <laughs> they probably won't let you do it again. <laughs> That's one of those you probably want to ask for forgiveness, not permission, because you're only going to get that one once, probably. And then I'll tell you, don't do that again. And then, you know, for those, we've talked about the different places we could get email lists, mailing lists online, because you usually have to pay for that data. I mean, you usually can go to your title company and get names and mailing addresses, but to get emails and phone numbers for you know the email marketing, the reverse targeting on social media requires emails as well too. For the voicemail, straight to voicemail drop, for the bulk texting, you're going to need cell phone numbers. So to get those informations, you're going to need to either call, you know, one of the companies like Cole Information, Land Voice, or Red X. And I think we've talked about those. In fact, I think I'm sponsored by Red X today, so maybe Red X is the the company of choice. That's me being an influencer. So, um, but one of those three are, are probably the big three that people go to to get contact information. That usually runs you about a thousand bucks a year is how much that is that they're all about the same. If that makes sense. And that's how you get contact information for people you don't know. Okay. Now, at the event. Oh, what were the three that I just said? Okay. Let's go ahead and just type those in those. coal information, red X and land voice. And what you're looking for is geo leads of some point, uh, of some type, like geographic contact information for geographic farming. That's how they refer to neighborhood data, geographic farming. That's coal information, Red X and land voice. We just shot a real good video. Um, I hope all of you are in my Facebook group, but it was an interview that Red X did with me I think two days ago I put it in there uh, in the real estate agent round table. Um, you guys should all get in that Facebook group. If you're not, um, please sign up for it. The real estate agent roundtable. I will admit all of you. It's on Facebook. It's the name of the Facebook group. Thank you, Candice. And there's a video if you just scroll down of a red X podcast interview where I talk about how to use all of these systems to farm specific neighborhoods that you want to become the real estate expert in and the dominant listing agent in those neighborhoods. And we've talked about that here a couple of calls ago, so I don't want to get into too much detail, but if you missed that, watch that video, it's very, very similar. And now you can imagine, oh, wait a minute, I could use all these tools with a a block party too. Because that's the one thing I didn't talk about on that limited time was a block party. And again, block party, one of the things my wife is doing, you know, she's having the taco truck and the shaved ice coming up, and just that's all she's doing. And she's paying per head. At the end, they give her a bill: how many how many snow cones she bought for people, and how many tacos she bought for people. You could go further. You could put, you know give away balloons with helium tanks. You could go even further. You could uh, have face painters out there for kids. You know, it's real easy just to keep adding stuff. You could have slip and slides in front yards jump house things, have people sign waivers. Someone always brings that up. So you can keep going. Des, you said I saw you. What does that mean? What do you mean you saw me? Are you watching me right now? This got creepy. What happened, Des? (laughs) I saw you on the Reddit. Oh, did you like it? Yeah, you know, and then I got caught up watching a whole bunch of other people too. Yeah, (laughs) I sucked you in. (laughs)
1: Yeah, good info. Yeah, I saw you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Uh, well, thank you for that. Okay. So one of the things I'll show you, this is another freebie I'm just going to throw at you guys. Remember I talked about going on Canva and making your marketing images. I'm throwing in, this is a PowerPoint because it's much easier for you to edit and me to give to you, because most people have PowerPoint on their computer. So I'm throwing a PowerPoint file. Um, It's a pretty big one, it's like a four megabyte file. Of a few different client event marketing images that you can go in and edit and just change uh, change the text around on them to market your own client enough. But I really think you should go to Canva.com and, and get good on Canva.com. And that is an addictive little program if you've never been on it. It's so easy, because I don't have any artistic bones in my whole body. I'm terrible at that kind of stuff, but even I can make things look halfway decent on Canva.com. And um, so, so I just get stuck on it for hours. So be careful with that. It, it will suck you in in a big, big way. So go ahead and download those three images. If you want to use those, those are those are some images you can use to market your client event. Then I'm also going to give you a couple of scripts that I want to show you. This is the first one. This is client appreciation event script number one. When you're actually at the event, I want you to be purposeful at your event. A lot of people have events and they just think the event's going to carry the day. I really want you to ask for referrals at this event. I want you to be very purposeful, right? So this one starts out with, it's great to see you, I'm glad you're here. We're looking forward to inviting you to our future events too. Are you having a good time? Great, great. you know, the way we're able to continue these awesome events is by receiving your support and confidence and referring us to your friends, family, and coworkers for their real estate needs. Does that make sense? Yes. Since I've got you here, can you think of anyone that you know who's looking to move sometime the next year? Maybe a friend, a family member, or a coworker? Question mark, and then you're gonna pause. Okay, and believe it or not, asking people—just coming out and asking people if they know someone thinking to move—you'd be shocked how many referrals. You, I know this is direct for a lot of people. This sounds too salesmany to a lot of you. You don't have to use this, but I'm telling you, if you do use this, you will get referrals. If you have 300 people in your SOI and 100 people show up at your event, and you use this on 50 of them, you're going to get some referrals. You're going to get people that are going to hustle to try to get you business. People love to play connector. They love to like get people to other people. And if you give them the opportunity to and ask for their help, they'll be more than glad to do that, right? If they say no, we continue on with, we'll be following up with you guys sometime in the next few weeks to share some of the photos that our photographer takes from the day. And if you can think of someone between now and then, it'd be awesome. How does that sound? So in other words, keep thinking about it. If you get someone, refer us, refer them to us. Okay, so this is a way to ask for referrals as a part of subtle conversation. I mean, and use your heads I don't really want you running around, going from person to person, just spitting out that script and moving on. We you know, you have a conversation like a normal human being with someone and somewhere in that conversation, you kind of roll into your script and you ask for business. Don't be afraid to ask for business. People respect that and they believe that. Now, this next one is another way to ask for business in the client event itself. And this one, we want to use the we, okay? So this could be for a real estate team or it could be for if you're there with your home warranty representative and your title officer and whoever, you know, could be your husband or your wife or your transaction coordinator. But sometimes it's softer if you make it a competition with whoever's helping you put this on, whether it's your real estate team or your spouse or or your affiliate. You say, We're, we actually have a friendly team competition going on to see which member of our team can get the highest number of client referrals at the event today. It's getting a lot more competitive than I thought, too. In fact, the winner gets, you know, a free dinner at the local great restaurant or a weekend trip to wherever. So you tell them, this is what I'm trying to do. So can you help me out and think of somebody that you know that is looking to move sometime in the next year? Maybe a friend, a family member, a coworker. And understand the reason I space those three things out is because when you ask somebody, do they know anybody, their natural instinct is always gonna to be to say no. Don't let them say no. So what you do is you keep them thinking. So I'll say, do you know someone that's looking to move in the next year? Maybe a friend, maybe a family member, even a coworker. That shows I'm serious. And I'm actually trying to get them to expand their mind to think about friends, people in their family or people that they work with and that I'm serious that I'm not going away. here. A simple no won't do because if they do a quick no to that, that means they haven't really thought through those things. So it actually forces them to think a little bit to not be a rude person, which is why I stretch it out and I make that question go for a while. The whole time I expect them to be thinking as I'm telling them what to think about. So when I ask for referrals, that's how I'll always do it is I'll stretch it out. Okay. And it's the same follow-up if they say, no, you just thank them and move on. But either way you've asked for business and they know that you want referrals. So what you're doing is you're showing them that you want business, which believe it or not, is a very rare thing in the business world. Someone that actually acts like they want business. Most agents think they're too cool for school and they come off like they're too cool for school. So they don't get much business. They're too afraid to tell people they want business. Have you ever done business with somebody that doesn't want business? It's a freaking nightmare. Ever gone to the front desk somewhere and they acted like they didn't need you because they were so busy? or Oh, yeah, we're busy. And you're almost a hassle to them as a customer because of how busy they are. Like any restaurant during COVID. That's how it felt in any restaurant during COVID, right? You know, when that starts to happen, you don't feel good as a customer. You don't even want to be there. You don't want to do this. But someone that really wants your business, yes, and they're they're welcoming, and they're like, yeah, come on in. That makes you feel good. Be that. I know it's hard for you to think of it that way, but that's how they feel it. So asking for business is just that, and that's a wonderful way to do it at a client, level, is going through and asking everybody, letting them know. It shows you're a strong business person, you're a strong agent, you're confident, that's what a successful agent would sound like and they know it. They absolutely know it. Very different from getting the respect of being a successful agent and just being someone they think is a friend. Big difference. So stop trying to be liked like a friend and start trying to be respected as a successful business person. You've got to make that mindset switch, man. You got to make that, because I mean, they may like you, but when it comes time to like sell their house and they've got hundreds of thousands of seller proceeds coming out of it, They like you and they hope you'll bring a buyer, but they're going to list with the one over there that they really respect, that they barely know. Because he seems a little more aggressive. And that's who we want advocating on our side, is someone a little bit more aggressive. So please don't think being cool for school is the way to go. So be okay with these scripts. Get uncomfortable, use them, and you'll start to see how they work. And you'll have no problem. And I think you'll love what you turn into. You'll love what you turn into. Thoughts, questions, okay. So that one, oh, I gotta put that script in there too. So you guys have that one. Those are two of my favorites. So be purposeful at your client event. So my advice is gonna be this, and if you guys don't ask any questions, which I want you to start thinking about doing before we we end up here. My advice is gonna be this, get an event on the books for this summer. Sometime in July, but even August and September is better, right? Because if you wanna make 10 to 15 contacts, Man, you got to be past two months out and it's already June. So July only gives you a month, month and a half. August gives you two, two and a half. September is what gives you a full three months where you can make 15 total contacts. Think about having a business model for next year where you just throw four events a year and do 40 to 60 contacts a year. And you run a purely referral based business where you just cultivate and love on the people that know you and who you know. And almost all of your market is centered around getting together and adding value to them. So every contact that leaves you to them is giving, or at least inviting them to a party. People tend to not get upset when they get invited to stuff, right? I had one of my clients, In August every year, I mean, this is all in there, but she does a mom's and mimosas at like a a local restaurant. And it's like every August, she has a stager come in and talk. A stager, an interior decorator, and a photographer. Talks to, you know, and she has all three of them talk to a bunch of moms. So I thought that you might like that one. So I hope that helps, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Trainer Podcast, sponsored by Eisenhower Coaching and Consulting. For more information about real estate coaching or to watch my training videos, check out therealestatetrainer.com or join our Facebook called The Real Estate Agent Roundtable. Thanks again.